Today is Monday, November 20th, 2017. My name is Max. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Hot Corner. What's up, guys? My name's Max. I'm a sophomore at Penn State. I'm 19 years old. How's it going, guys? Uh, my name is Josh Podal. 19 years old as well. I'm a sophomore at Duke. So, before we get started on this adventure, um, there's been some confusion by our prospective followers about what this podcast is really going to be about. So, we just want to clear the air up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to hand it off to Max to start us off. Yeah, so we are The Hot Corner. We're basically a life advice podcast. Um, You guys can ask us questions. uh, You can tweet us. You can email us. And we're pretty much going to answer our fans' questions and try to help you guys out a little bit. Yeah, but so at the end of the day, uh, we know we're not experts. Uh, We're we're still college students, you know. We're still learning a lot about the world and how things work. Um, So we kind of want to put a little bit of a comedic spin on everything we address. Uh, I've heard, I think Max actually told me this once, that laughter is the best medicine. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I always say, Josh. Yes. Laughter is uh, definitely the best medicine, and we are here to cure all your sicknesses. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for one, would even go so far to say laughter is the only medicine these days. I really think um, What's out there in modern medicine these days, I think it's all just placebo, but that's really besides the point. Um, So we're just going to move on to our first segment. This is probably going to become a staple, and it's going to be called Two Truths and a Lie. Uh, Pretty self-explanatory. So for this particular one, uh, we're going to do Two Truths and a Lie about ourselves. Yeah, so basically this segment's going to be you know, a weekly thing or whenever this podcast is going to come out. Uh, still working on those, that, uh, that aspect. But we're, this one, we're probably going to introduce ourselves every week. It'll kind of be a weekly update on our lives. Um, and we're not going to tell you which, the, which are the truths and the lie. You guys can figure that out um, and guess along. Whenever we have a guest on the podcast, we'll uh, have them do this too to kind of introduce themselves. All right, Josh, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. So... Uh... My first one is that I'm a huge mama's boy. My second one is that I think O.J. Simpson was guilty. And my third one is that I was the president of my high school's PA announcers club. Wow. You sound like a really interesting guy. <laughs> uh, my two truths and a lie in no particular order are I have a dog named Vincent. I enjoy singing while I shower, and I'm pretty content with the Browns' current quarterback situation. So you guys can tweet us um, at the Hot Corner 2006 and uh, tell us what you think, which are the truths and which are the lies. Yeah, you know, maybe if you get both of them right, uh, there might be a little prize in store. You know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe some merch giveaway. That's uh, yet to be determined, but feel free to find out. Follow us on Twitter at the Hot Corner 2006, um, which kind of brings us to our next point. A lot of a lot of questions have uh, 
people have asked us what this whole 2006 thing is about. Josh, you want to you want to tell them? Yes. Yeah, so we are huge. We're very pro 2006 podcasts, as in just really being probably the best year in modern society uh, for quite a few reasons. So one of our one of our fans actually reached out to us and asked us uh, to explain why 2006 is such a great year in one word. Um, so I actually came up with three different answers, and one of them is not one word, but we're just going to roll with it. So I'll just get, I'm going to hit my first one, and that is oil. So, I mean, we know the climate of the world today. Uh, it's not looking great. The world is probably going to end pretty soon, probably within the next five to seven centuries, if I had to guess. But, I mean, around this time, early 2000s, we had some nuclear threats. We had climate change. Everyone's learning about that. Not to mention, we didn't even get past 2012 yet, which is, I thought, I was a little worried about 2012. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 yeah. I also fall into that boat. That was a terrifying that movie. Was, that was pretty scary. But, um, so yeah, so in 2006, the U.S. Energy Department actually released this report saying Colorado is sitting on one trillion barrels worth of oil in the form of oil shale reserves. Um, and so that's actually equal, at the time, is equal to nearly as much as the rest of the world's conventional oil reserves added together. And hmm. yeah, so this is good for a couple reasons. I mean, number one, it just goes to show once again that the U.S. dominates the world. Um, I mean, that, that really, we could, we could go on that's and on a fact. about that. But yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, in a world with limited resources, you know, that kind of just ensures that life is going to be sustainable for at least a few more decades. I mean, you never know at this point, but it's always good when you have some resources. I'd, I'd say so. I think the uh, Colorado situation definitely definitely uh, is a positive one for us and for the future of this, uh, this great planet. Yeah, so my second, uh, my second answer is actually High School Musical. And that's because in 2006, uh, the first High School Musical movie came out. And there were a lot of fantastic songs in that show. Um, I mean, Breaking Free is just a classic. It always One of my be. favorites. Yep. And, I mean, not to mention Troy and Gabriella. I've, I mean, that, that rela- that's just relationship goals. It's, not, it's plain and simple. Um, but I also learned, this is one of the, one of the first life lessons I really learned from watching a movie. And I want to pass this wisdom on to you guys is that life is bigger than a game and that you should always be willing to step out of your comfort zone. I mean, we see it with Troy when he, he passes up the big game to go sing with Gabriella on stage. I mean, that just, it just really opened my eyes and just realized like, if you're gonna if you're gonna get everything you can out of life, you gotta make those lemons. You gotta you gotta step out of your comfort zone. You gotta do things you aren't comfortable with. Yeah, Troy was really a role model. I think for, I'd say our entire generation. Oh, easily, yeah, for sure. One one of my favorite characters in movie history. I'd say for sure. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, this is this is probably the big Kahuna of the three, uh, is the iPhone, and. Contrary to what you might be thinking right now, that's not actually because 
Apple released some crazy high-tech products in 2006. It's actually because 2006 was the last full year that there was no iPhone. And I'm a very anti-iPhone, anti-phone person. I really think that the iPhone has just worsened our quality of life in a lot of ways. Um, Unfortunately, I mean, I feel like conformity has kind of become necessary with just the invasion of Apple products into our everyday lives. Um, So, I mean, I'm still, I still have social media. Like, I'll be on my phone a lot, and I hate that I do that, but I just don't want to feel left out because no one wants to feel left out. But, yeah, I mean, just, I just think in today's world, too many people can just hide behind a screen, um, and that can actually lead to feeling insecure when it comes to real-life social settings. I just think people are much better off living life through face-to-face interactions than taking to text messaging or roasting people on social media. Yeah, Josh, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, I hate phones. Phones are the worst thing ever. And now these days, I think they're going to be the downfall of the entire society. Not only because they limit face-to-face interaction, but because of the robots that are inside them. Yeah, I mean... Um, I I am deathly afraid of Siri and Alexa and all these different robots. The Tesla self-driving cars. I could could go off a whole tangent about these, but I don't want... I don't need Steve Jobs listening to all of my conversations. That's... I, I turned my Siri off. Yeah, I mean, what is... Privacy is over. Yeah, my Siri's off as well. I just... I try to live... You know, I'd love to just live my whole life off the grid, but I just stay as far away from the grid as I can. I mean, I don't think it's possible just in today's society, but... No. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so either. I think it's safe to say we're a pretty anti, anti-phone podcast. Oh, I go ahead and say we're an anti-robot podcast, too. Yeah. Uh, no, um, not So, yeah, if you have any, any robot questions, i probably consider us as- experts um, at this point, so feel free to shoot those at us on uh, Twitter or, or our email. The Hot Corner 2006 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, now, Josh, that was that was a great analysis of the year 2006, our favorite year. Um, and the uh, the original question asked for one word to describe 2006, and the word I chose was music. And there's I have a few great reasons why. Um, first of all, before I, I go into this, um, we're uh, we're pretty new to the podcast game. We're not. I wouldn't say we're great at editing sounds. Yeah, we're not. So we're, not there we're yet. gonna we're gonna try our best to uh, splice in some uh, you know some sound clips of these of these songs I'm about to tell you about. So stay tuned for those. First off, I have um, one of the best feel good songs. If you're having a bad day, it is "Bad Day" by Daniel Porter. Stand in the line just to hit a new low. Taking a smile with the coffee to go. Whoa, whoa. Tell me your life's been way offline. You're falling to pieces every time. And I don't need no carrying on. Cause you had a bad day. Oh. Next. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, I love that one, man. Yeah, I think I know all the words. Um, next, I've got Club Bangers. First off, Temperature by Sean Paul.
Well, we're in the way the time cold. I want to be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature to shelter you from the storm. Oh, Lord, gal, I got the right tactics to turn you on. And, girl, I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. Oh, oh. One of the all-time dance songs, Moneymaker by Ludacris. Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay ya. Uh, you know, I hear that in the club. I start sweating, <laughs> drop it low a little bit. Gotta get, and finally, gotta get a good fits in, dude. Always. Yeah, always in the club. I need to get a good fits in. Um, and finally, I could say the ultimate schwitz slash club song would be Every Time We Touch. Your arms are my castle, your heart is my sky, they wipe away tears that I cry. The good and the bad times, we've been through them all. You make me rise when I fall, cause every time we touch, I get this feeling, and every time we kiss, I swear I can fly. Can't you feel my heart beat fast? I want this to last. Need you by my side. By Cascade, oh, actually. 2006. No way. Yeah, way. That's great. Big dude. year. Huge. Big year for music. Um, finally, one of my favorite sing-alongs, Dirty Little Secret by The All-American Rejects. Keep you my dirty little secret, dirty little secret, dirty little secret. Don't tell anyone or you'll just be another regret, just be another regret. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, 2006, it just had everything. It had all types of music. It had just anything good that you can imagine that you would want in society. It just seems like 2006 had it. It was just a year full of emotions. We cried. We laughed. We danced together. It was just a really a great year, I think, and I'd say my favorite year. Oh, yeah, hands down, hands down. All right, so we're going to dive into one of our more serious requests uh, from this past week, and I just want to preface this. Uh, we got dozens of emails this past week, and I'm really sorry that we couldn't address everyone um, but this one just kind of really stuck out to us. So I'm going to go ahead and read this email uh, just so you guys understand what we're talking about. So it says, uh, Hey guys, your good friend here reporting a real life issue. Starting my Love questions it. of safe and PG to see where you take it, but just want some advice with school. What do you suggest I do when I'm doing horrible in school yet put it... 98% to all my work. Just doesn't add up like I'm smart thus. I take hard classes not expecting to fail them, and here I am. My mom's advice was to talk to the guidance counselor, but I think she forgot I'm in college now, so looking for some other tips and tricks. This question is probs best for Josh to answer. Sorry, Max, you may not relate to the rigor of my classes. XOXO. So I'm actually going to go ahead and hand this one off to Max. Yeah, so if you were confused while reading that, uh, you're not alone. So was I. First of all, right off the bat, a lot of grammar mistakes. 
Um, I think that could be the first thing to fix in school. If you're writing sentences and paragraphs like that, your teachers are going to have no idea what you're talking about, and you'll probably get some pretty bad grades. So I'm going to go ahead and say maybe download an online spell checker if um, you know, you're not good at that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe pick up a dictionary from the library and just look up some words if you don't know them. Or just have one of your peers uh, look over your grammar for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big. I, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, what's up, Josh? Like, I, I just think you always got to hold yourself to the highest of standards in everything you do, whether it's just sending a casual email. I, I mean, I saw type multiple typos. I saw a comma splice in there. I saw fragments, and I saw a run-on sentence. I mean, my mom is one of the best English teachers that is in the Northeast Ohio area, hands down, and she really taught me a lot, but. I mean, I think some of this stuff is just very rudimentary, and I'm really surprised that to find so many mistakes in this email, uh, you know, I think that goes to show that maybe you're not really putting in 98% of the work. Right. So I think we're going to post a picture of the email, actually, on our Instagram and Twitter, and you guys can, whoever finds the most mistakes, you know, maybe we'll uh, send, you, send a little something your way, give you a little <laughs> prize. We'll see. Um, just some more advice I have about, you know, school in general. Um, I'm going to say take easier classes. School is a time where you're supposed to have a lot of fun, make new friends, have new experiences, go out, get some fresh air every once in a while. And that's only possible if you're uh, taking easier classes. You can't kill yourself in the classroom. You can't spend too much time on homework because you'll end up you know, not doing well in, um, in really any classes. You just got to commit to a few things well and you know, maybe take uh, geoscience online or something like that. Yeah, I mean, school, when you get to college, it's, what you learn in school, it, it's so, it goes so far beyond the classroom. It's really more just about learning how to interact with people, learning how to um, interview for jobs, or just things like that that you, you don't learn from your classes. So there's no point in really beating yourself up and just taking a ton of hard classes every semester. And you know, just to touch on that, getting some fresh air, uh, I learned last year actually about nature deficit disorder, which is a thing where, it's a disorder where if you aren't exposed enough to nature and, and wildlife, um, you can actually start to be a little bit depressed. And, you know, the way I see it, this person seemed really down on themselves in this email. And I, I suspect maybe they're just not getting out and about enough, not really just breathing in some fresh air and just rolling around in the in the fall leaves, you know? Gotta roll around the leaves. Gotta check out those birds outside. Yeah. And just see what yeah. nature has to offer for you. I think that's I think that's that and laugh here. Could be could be some of the best medicine out there. Oh, hundred percent. Cancel that doctor's appointment you got scheduled for Thanksgiving break. Just laugh a little bit and you know take a walk outside. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean let the, just let the world be your oyster. Um yeah. So my, my one piece of advice to this person, I think uh, I actually learned this from LeBron James, the greatest basketball player and athlete of all time, uh, to go zero dark 30 mode in the classroom. So that, what that means to all the listeners out there, that means you need to turn your phone off, you need to turn your laptop off, and you need to be taking all your notes uh, handwritten notes, strictly handwritten notes, because, I mean, studies have shown this, that, first of all, obviously, you're going to focus better when you're not multitasking, and 
when you're not, you know, browsing through social media or doing some stupid online shopping. Um, but you actually remember notes much better when you write them as opposed to typing them. So I really think that this person would, would really be helped out if they're writing their notes and, you know, just getting rid of all the distractions in the classroom. You know, maybe like wear some sort of hat or something as blinders so you can't even, you can't even see any of the people sitting around you so you're not tempted to look at them or talk to them. You know, just like zero in on the professor. I think that's that, a great you know, idea. It's also eliminate it's like a fashion all, statement yeah. too. I mean, that could, be, that could be the move, honestly. Yeah, I'd say along with those things, I think we pretty much hit all the bases, but if all else fails, at the, uh, at the end of the semester, just email your teachers and they'll probably bump your grade up a little bit. Yeah, I mean... Just go in, go into office hours and you know, just cry a little bit. Tell me you had a tough week. Yeah, cry, yeah. I, everyone, everyone is a little bit weak when it comes to crying. Always going to give in a little bit. No, everyone hates to see tears, I mean... Yeah, the um, I think at the end of the semester, towards then, we'll have uh, hopefully we we'll get some more advice about school and what to do if you're failing. Um, we could probably lay out a, a roadmap for how to write a good email to your teacher and get that grade bumped up, or uh, what yeah, to say to them in yeah. office hours. Yeah, a little outline for you. And I mean, going off that, as you're studying for your finals or you're getting that last minute homework in, Max and I, we are both huge homework guys. We love doing homework. We love helping people with homework. So I mean, yeah, shoot us a, uh, shoot us a homework help question. Yeah, not, uh, not that we're going to do our homework for, do your homework for you. Cause I mean, obviously that you're not allowed to do that, but you know, we'll, we'll give gonna, you some advice. We're going to give you, we're going to give you the tools to be your best self. That's yeah. all we're trying I mean, to we're do not going to, you know, it's a classic teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to just give you a fish and say, here's the fish, you know? Here's the fish. Go eat dinner. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. We're not no doing chance. that here. Not in the hot corner. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's uh, that was the one piece of advice we chose to get today. We had a lot, a lot of things sent in to us, but uh, that was the winner. So just keep sending that, sending those questions in. Uh, we'll get to all of your questions. We'll give you guys all advice, and you guys can feel free to give us some advice, and we'll we'll read it out on the air. Tell us what you like about us, what you don't like about us. How we can be better, how I can be a better Max, how Josh can be a better Josh. Yeah, I mean, and once again, I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to apologize to you who sent something in and maybe it didn't get addressed because um, we're doing our best. We really want to be able to take on everything, but at the end of the day, there's only so much time that we can come up with this brilliant advice and, you know... Just don't be discouraged. Just keep, you know, maybe even just set, bump that email to us. Send it again. Maybe it'll, it'll catch our eye and we'll, we'll do it next episode. But really just don't give up hope because we really want to help everyone. I, I completely agree with that, Josh. We're all about quality over quantity oh, here yeah. at huge, the Hot Corner. Yeah, huge quality, guys. Huge, huge quality, quality, guys. Um, all right, that was the advice section. Now we have another segment. Josh, you want to kind of talk about it a little bit? Yeah, so we're going to call this one... Who's in the hot corner? And this is just going to be, you know, about something that happened in the world in the past week where there's some drama. And we're going to try to maybe offer these people just some sort of advice how to, how to better the situation, how to clear the air a little bit. And, yeah, so our, for our first who's in the hot corner, we're going to focus on LeVar Ball and Donald Trump. Uh, so 
Yeah. Basically, as we all know, there were three UCLA basketball players. One of them, Leangelo Ball, son of LeVar Ball. and Son of legend LeVar Ball. Legendary big baller LeVar Ball. Biggest balls. We are pro big balls, pro big baller brand. Um, yeah, we're pro big ball podcast. Yeah. Love, so this we love big balls. We yeah, we're pro big balls. So this this gets a little um uh, it's tough to pick a side here. Yeah. So as you're gonna as you're gonna as you're gonna begin to understand, this is this is a really tricky one for us. So basically, I mean Donald Trump kind of claims that he is solely responsible for getting these three UCLA freshmen home from China after they, you know, were stealing from stores. Uh, and that, we just want to pause right there, and we, just, we do not tolerate crime of any sort, but particularly shoplifting. That's just really not fair to everyone that works so hard, whether it's, you know, people manufacturing the products or people working at checkout. People helping we're pretty. You. We're pretty anti. We're pretty anti shoplifting oh, here. Yeah, absolutely anti shoplifting. So to think that these guys would go across the world and try to pull this off, you know, that's really disappointing. Uh, we don't believe it represents our beliefs, and hopefully not America's beliefs. But anyway, so Trump wanted. He wanted. He basically wanted full credit for getting these guys home, and Lavar Ball, more or less, said that Trump was not not at all the main reason why uh, his son and his two teammates got home, to which Trump came out with some fire. And um, you can go check out that man's Twitter feed if you really want word for word what happened. But just basically, there is pretty significant beef right now between LeVar Ball and Donald Trump, and we're going to try to talk them through their problems. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's... You know, it's tough. LeVar Ball and Donald Trump, probably the two biggest names in the country right now. I'd say could be the two most powerful people in the country right I'd now. Say, I would say maybe even the world, honestly. I mean, I could, I could add the they world. They both got and, a I mean, lot we're, we're, of clout. They both got uh-huh. a lot of clout. We're bringing China in this too, so it, it definitely has international arms. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, Trump Trump obviously runs the government, um, all three branches. Um. LeVar Ball pretty much owns the media these days. So, you know, we were thinking they should just get married. Yeah, I mean, that would be the ultimate power couple. You know, I don't really see uh, the chemistry between Trump and his wife. I don't even, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I, I don't really keep up with politics and that stuff too much, but I don't even know Trump's wife's name. Because he, I think he, I he think just, it's Melania, but that could yeah. also be his daughter's I mean, name. So. Yeah, I don't even fact, know. I feel so, like I've heard of the audience, Ivanka. Like I don't even know. Some of the audience can fact check. You that. know, just the fact that he keeps her so far out of the spotlight and Lavar Ball. Like I don't question that whether or not Lavar Ball loves his wife, but once again, I mean, he's way more focused on his sons and his business, and than his wife. I mean, his wife's never really in the news. Um, so I mean, maybe maybe it'd just be best. For both of them, I, th- I think they both are just more would be more intrigued by the power aspect of such a union than they are by their current marriages. Um, kind of would be like a like a Frank Underwood move on Donald Trump's part to just start you know sleeping with Levar Ball. Yeah, and just yep. kind of kind of merging powers. 
Merging crews, one could say. Yeah, you could say that. And uh, just want to say, with all the Kevin Spacey stuff out there now, we are, I personally am anti-house of cards. Um, I just, I, there's, everything is just becoming a mess. Kevin Spacey, Louis C.K. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to lump myself in there with you. Thanks. Just want to get that on yeah, the record. Yeah, yeah. Of course, get that, get that on the record for sure. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think though, if, if we're not, if we're not going to get a marriage, I think that, you know, just some first steps, whenever, whenever you mess up and everyone, everyone listen close, cause this applies to everyone. Whenever you mess up, you need to admit that you're wrong. Um, I mean, I, for one, I will disagree a lot with my mom. We're both pretty stubborn people, but at the end of the day, like I know I need to say, okay, I might've been wrong because she's, she's always right. My mom knows everything. Your mom's the best, yeah, dude. She, I mean, yeah. So sometimes I just got to cut my losses and say, okay, mom, you were right. I should have known that. So I think LeVar Ball needs to come out and say, hey, maybe Donald Trump has a point. You know, shoplifting is really a bad crime to commit. And like my, maybe my boy, if it weren't for Trump, maybe he would actually still be in some legal trouble over in China. And yeah, and then on, on Trump's behalf, I think it's just a matter of realizing how influential LeVar Ball can be and just getting him back in his corner. I think those sound like some great ideas. Um, LeVar Ball and Donald Trump, we know you guys are listeners. Uh, that's free advice. You guys can take that. Don't have to give us any credit. Um, but hey, it'd be nice if you did. Yeah, I mean, we, we, don't, we never want to take any of the credit uh, we also don't want to take any of the blame. So, you know, if we ever lead you guys down the wrong path, um, you didn't you didn't hear it from us. Just want, but just if uh, if we told you something good, you know, feel, feel free. free to um, yeah. uh, I mean, throw us some retweets on Twitter. Yeah, you don't you don't have to, but I mean, we'd really appreciate it. Um, because we we love to know that we're helping people out there. Yeah, we're doing this for you guys. So I think on on that note, we'll uh we'll wrap this one up. Follow us on Twitter at the Hot Corner two thousand six. Send us your questions to our email at the Hot Corner two thousand six at gmail dot com. Josh, any closing words? Uh, I would say like our page on Facebook. Just look up the Hot Corner a little Facebook search. I would also say to keep your eyes out on Instagram because. We are probably going to be creating an Instagram account pretty soon. And we just think that's a great method of communication. As much as we hate phones, as much as we hate social media, we know everyone's on Instagram these days. So we're going to turn to that as well. Um, so yeah, we'll be, we'll be all over social media, hopefully. Hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, so I'm currently still at school. I'm going to be back home tomorrow. Max is already home, so... Uh, looking forward to getting back to the land. For those of you who do not know what that means, that is Cleveland. And hopefully uh, we're going to get a live in-studio recording in. Uh, maybe in the next week or so, you know, over, the, over this upcoming weekend and get you guys with the second episode. Yep. Sounds great, Josh. I'll see you soon. Fans, we'll see you soon. We love you guys. Thanks a lot. Take care, guys.
hands in the air. Get your hands in the air.